Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Regular listeners to the show will know that anytime we discuss rugby on our show, our go to guy is Munster and Ireland legend Marcus Horn. So I couldn't come to Limerick and not talk to him. Good morning, Marcus. Morning, Bobby. Good to see you. Now, Firstly, I hope you didn't hear the clip earlier on of me uh, trying out my rugby skills in the, uh, in the Limerick Rugby Experience, which I visited yesterday. What a, what a fantastic asset to the city. Yeah, look, it's fantastic. I, I, I haven't been in yet. My, uh, my youngest girl was on her school tour, so we kind of had to hold off until she got her school tour done first so we wouldn't spoil it, but we're definitely making a, a visit this summer anyway. Well, I saw your, uh, your featured... Uh, front and central in there, Marcus, so uh, no worries about it. How are you anyway? All How are good. things going? All good, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was lucky enough to be in South Africa for uh, the Munster win uh, with TG Carr, so a uh, brilliant couple of weeks. Um, it's great that the, the lads brought uh, a trophy back to this neck of the woods for, yeah. from a rugby point of view anyway. Well, we weren't so lucky up my neck of the woods. Uh, we were the close but no cigar, winning all the matches, but not winning any silverware. Um, Lots being said about what's happening in Munster Rugby at the moment, Marcus. You're still the player development manager there with, with, with Rugby Players Ireland, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah look, it's a, it's a great job. Busy, busy this time of the year. We're getting all our lads that are in college, just making sure that they're moving on into their next, their next semesters, their next years. Um, a lot of older guys maybe planning for transition. I suppose my role is all about transition and uh, it's trying to get guys coming in from, we say, doing leaving certs this year into the pro- professional setup and then managing those guys while they're in there. And then I suppose the, tra- the other transition is back out of the sport at the yeah. end. And that can happen at any time. Uh, you know, we've seen, seen career-ending injuries. We've seen guys that have been let go and not contracted. But obviously, the older guys that have long careers in there. I was lucky enough to have 14 years as a professional. So you become a little bit institutionalized around yeah. and in that bubble that we talk about. So that transition out can be very, very difficult. But it can be, it can be an amazing experience as well. One thing that, that, that most people must struggle with is, you know, the intense, the intensity of your time at the sport, particularly if you're playing well, you're getting selected, you're making progress, you're doing well. And for that either to be taken away either suddenly or gradually to displace it with something else that can fill the void. Uh, you know, when, you know, people are coming up to you every week telling you how great you are yeah. and, you know, you're achieving things to almost a silence is, is filling that void and filling it in a meaningful way. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose what we try to do is not do that after the fact. It's, a, it's kind of a gradual and an exploration for some of our lads to maybe even get a little bit of work experience while they're playing. Um, it's interesting you have Gillian there. Uh, you know, I spoke to her years ago about our lads using their image a little bit better and, and how to use... Um, I suppose social media a little bit better and, and she presented for, to us uh, a, a good few years back on that and, and that's the way things have gone now, it's trying to use their profile while they're a rugby player to transition it into something. There's a great quote from, from Keith Earls who talks about, I'm a father, I'm a husband first and then I'm a rugby player. So we'd like to be, the guys to be able to say, you know, I, uh, I have a degree in accounting or I, I run my own business, but I'm also a rugby player. And gradually people will start remembering you more as, as the coffee shop owner rather than the rugby player. And that, if, when we can do that, that transition becomes a little bit easier for good. That's certainly true in my case anyway. 
Yeah, the radio host, no. Yeah. That, that was a rugby player. <laughs> so so when, when we look as well at things like financial management, and you know, if you're, if you're being paid a lot of money as well, say for a short period, give it three, five, seven years, and then that money or that tap stops, you know, to encourage people to, to invest wisely, to, to have a pension, to, to provide for a rainy day, which often is the last thing that people maybe want to hear. Yeah, look, one of the difficult things I have is talking to a 23-year-old about starting a pension. Um, yeah. And he's laughing at me, you know, he's talking about... His eyes glaze yeah, over. Yeah, but yeah. it's funny, like, I, I would have had experience of a generation where, and without being too facetious about it, like, guys coming into dressing rooms and saying, do you want to buy a holiday home in Bulgaria? And four guys would put their hands up. And yeah. it's just about you know, doing your due diligence about, around, um, around investment, around who you get involved with, because we've seen, we've seen horror stories before about it, but that's, that's a key area, is being financially um, literate about it. We have a good partnership with the LIA where we do education for the players, um, online stuff. So, you know, right from the basic of understanding your payslip, some of these guys are getting a payslip for the first time, understanding why is the government taking X amount of money off me, and, and understanding how they can maybe counteract that by actually investing in a, pe in a pension. Yeah. It's very tax uh, efficient. So loads there, but just it's getting it out to the lads as, as in, a, in a package as best we can. And Marcus, uh, we've got the World Cup coming up uh, again. Hopefully you'll talk to me a little bit on the show about it, but uh, the level of excitement around this World Cup, we're probably ranked higher than we are, ranked higher than we ever were. So the expectation is massive. And how confident are you that maybe that we might deliver and that we might even get lucky. Yeah, look, I think there's a, there is an element of luck about it. I think I was watching the Super 14 final this morning. There was three yellow cards for the Chiefs. You know, I'd hate for that to happen in a World Cup situation where a referee's decision decides it. So the luck is, is really, really important. But confidence is always a dangerous thing and being ranked highly is a, is a dangerous thing for us. But I think the way Andy Farrell has, has managed this team and dealing with adverse, adversity is, 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 is the key learning they've had over the last three or four seasons. So they relish that stuff. So let's see how they react. But I, I, well, I would be confident, uh, but, but obviously we have to temper that a little bit. Oh, I'm really excited for it. I think it's going to be a great event. Marcus, you're a true gent. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for thanks, coming thanks, in. Thanks, Marcus. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.